Tonight Show podcast with Justin and Michelle back for another week. I'm not going to step on it. I'm not going to mess it up this time. People have been waiting long enough. And uh, and to be frank, I've been waiting long enough to find out about adventures with Rosie. Oh, my gosh. All right. For those of you who have listened to this podcast for a long time, you know I usually talk about my mother. Yes. And my favorite is her adventures in Fifty Shades of Grey, which is probably the most recent. Yes, uh, and I don't have any updates on that. That's fine. Because for now, thankfully, the obsession with Fifty Shades seems to have waned a little bit <laughs> because it was really getting very uncomfortable. And I'm not one to be uncomfortable talking about sex or anything right. like that. It's just uncomfortable talking about sex with your mom, who's never really talked about sex her entire life. Ah, um, yeah, it was weird. Uh, but I think that has waned a little bit, so I'm hoping that there's a different obsession that has taken over. Um, for those that don't know, I grew up uh, in uh, Long Island, New York. That's where I grew up. I didn't move to California until I was 15, forcibly by my parents. I had no choice. Not happy about it. I was not happy about it. I was the only child who really... My brother was already here because he was going to school out here. My sister stayed back home. I had to move with my parents. Ultimately, it was the best, it was the best thing they could have done, but... So I grew up back there in Long Island, and so you kind of have to keep in mind that that whole situation because when I imitate my mother in a moment, yeah. it's going to sound like it's going to sound different. Um, <laughs> so my, I have, we have a lot of family that still lives back on Long Island, and, and I go to visit them every year, every other year. My nieces and nephews are all there. My sister still lives back there, aunts, uncles, all that stuff. And my mom was recently wanting to take a trip to New York because she hadn't been there in a while and she wanted to see all the kids. And so she, you know, she's independent now because my father died a couple of years ago. So she's for the first time kind of living her independent life. She's living alone. She doesn't have to answer anybody. She doesn't have to take care of anybody. She can do everything on her own terms except do basic things. (laughs) On the internet, even though I've tried to teach her, she knows enough about the internet to look up fan fiction about <laughs> Gilmore Girls and uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. That's so true. But she doesn't know how to change her order in the freshly uh, box that comes every other week, so you have to kind of walk her through it every That's time. Fun. And my mother, you know, knock on wood, seventy-seven years old, and she's in really good health. Um, so she, you know, she's good at traveling by herself and stuff, but Full she's of piss and vinegar, as they say she is. And I've sent her on. So, now, I can't travel alone with my mother. It's just not. I can. I prefer not to <laughs> only because she's <laughs> I, I don't know. I love my mother very much, but it's she's it's, a she's a, she's a, a, a character. She is. Yes. But I have sent my husband on several trips yes. with her. Which was interesting. They both wanted to go to Florida. I didn't feel like going. I was like, why don't you guys go together? So they went together to visit my brother-in-law. It was an experience, that's for sure, which will be in the book, Yeah. by the way. Conversations with Abby. But anyway, so she wanted to go to New York, and she wanted uh, to you know, help in arranging to do a flight. So I, had, I was talking to her on the phone, and I said, well, you know, uh, she asked me what what – you know, flights we usually take and Tim and I usually take Virgin America. We love Virgin America, but now they were bought by Alaska Air. So it's kind of weird. So she asked me, you know, can you help me find a flight? And I said, okay, well, when do you want to go looking for flights? She wanted to go for three weeks, which I said, it's kind of a long time because we know there are some things uh, about my sister and, you know, um, 
She's, she's going to stay with your sister. She's going to stay with my sister out on Long Island, and my sister's very busy. She has four four kids. Three of them are off in college now, so there's really only one at home, but she's constantly on the yeah. go. She's got a job. She's got soccer games. She's yeah. got this. She's got that. I mean, it's so it's hard to go for a long period of time because you don't know, you know, if they're taking time off yeah. or whatnot. So anyway, my mom wanted to go for three weeks, so I was setting her up, and I was looking at flights, and I had said to her, why don't you fly First class. Now, my mom is, you know, she worked for many years, but she has done a very good job of investing her money, and she's very comfortable. She lives a very comfortable life. She's not hurting for anything, and I wouldn't say she's out, you know, rich, but she's very, very comfortable. Um, And usually, (laughs) and she is comfortable because she's made some stock decisions that were based kind of on a whim. Like, she just felt like... You know, oh, that would be a good one to buy. Let's buy. For example, many, many years ago, she wanted to buy Apple stock and everybody told her not to buy it. Don't buy it. It's worthless. Don't buy it. You're not going to want to buy it. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. It was $25 at the time. And so she questioned herself. And then a friend of hers said, if you want to buy it, just buy it. So she bought some Apple stock many, many years ago. And she now has more than a thousand shares of Apple stock, and she bought it at twenty five dollars. So wow, see what that is right now. Good for Rose. She has a lot of other. She has a lot. She bought uh, a couple of years ago. She bought a pot stock, like a Canadian pot stock, which was like uh, yeah, it was it it was like a company that create that makes um, like edibles and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she bought at $5, and now it's like $50 a share. The dichotomy of this is hilarious. Yeah. Like somebody who can't update a freshly order, right. but has the presence of mind, the foresight. And she see, yeah, she sees stuff that, you know, she just says, oh, I just got a feeling about it. And, you know, so she'll buy it. She, you know, she has some, She's like a rain man of yeah. stock. Uh-oh. She has, you know, li- the, the liquid assets to be able to, you know, take $1,000 and spend, you know, put it into stock and see how it does. Yeah. And so she's she's done this, and so she's done really, really well with her money. And, and I'm always telling her, you know, she, we went through this whole process of creating a trust and what happens when she's no longer here and where does that money go and, and how the nieces and nephews, how much she wants to leave them. So we've gone through this whole process of creating this trust, but I keep telling her, I don't know what my brother and sister keep telling her, but I keep telling her, spend your money. It's your money. We're fine. You know, we're, we have, we're fine. We're yeah. set. I mean, I have a 401k. I have that. We're fine. My sister's fine. My brother's fine. You don't have to worry about us. Don't deprive yourself of something because you're saving it yes. for us. So Don't bankrupt yourself, but right? Right. So just, you know, if you want to take a trip, take a trip. I mean, she's been, been, you know, frugal with her money, but she's also done, you know, really, really well. She also bought like Ford stock when it was like a dollar. Pardon me? Yeah, like when it remember when it crashed, like Ford stock was like she just swooped in. She was like, "It's a buck. What am I? You know, how could you go wrong? It's a dollar." That's <laughs> so, funny. So she bought Ford stock, and she's got a bunch of Ford stock that's now worth I don't know. It's I would rather watch uh, watch Rosie uh, talk about past money than Jim Cramer. I feel yeah, like. yeah, I think she would. Be she would really work funny. at some Fifty Shades references. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, so I was helping her, and I said to her, "Well, why don't you fly first class?" And she goes, "Well, okay, this is when I'm going to start imitating my mother, so you'll know the difference." <laughs> She goes, well, I, you know, what, well, what should I fly? Should I fly, you know, American or should I fly something else? And I go, well, let's look. And I said, the American first class is like $2,600 each way. But if you fly first class on Virgin America or uh, on Alaska Air as it is now, a lot of times you can get flights that are $800 each way. 
And she's like, well, I don't know. I mean, that seems like an awful lot of money. And I said, well, yes, it is. But consider the fact that you don't fly very much. You maybe fly once a year. You know, you don't really go anywhere else. I mean, you're not. So take, you know, give yourself that little bit of luxury. You get to board the plane first. You have more leg room. The overhead bins are reserved for just the first class people. Nobody else is supposed to be able to put stuff in there. The bathroom at the front you get to use, and there's only eight of you who get to use it. And so she was like, all right, well, you know, let's see. You know, why don't you go ahead, go ahead and pick, because I had a, a Alaska Airlines card, so I get miles. So I said, I'll buy the ticket, and then you, if you want, you can just write me a check, because then I'll get the miles, and you'll be able to, you know, fly first class. And she's like, all right. Well, all right. Go ahead and book the flights. And so I booked the flights and I and I I'd flown first class on on Virgin America slash Alaska Airlines once on a Virgin plane coming back from Chicago when we did the uh, radio she went with Virgin and not American then she went with Virgin. Yeah, because okay. it's, it's ridiculous to pay twenty six hundred dollars to fly to New York. Well, I'm curious. I don't way. know if there's a different experience, though, but uh, probably not. Probably can't be not. It can't be that different. Yeah. yeah. So and and I told her about our experience when Tim and I upgraded on the way back from Chicago, um, and I thought it was better than the private plane I flew to Chicago on because it was just it was a nice experience. Yeah. It was really nice. So you know she's like, all right, well go ahead and book the flight. So I booked the flight for her, and then I am telling her this is the kind of thing you can expect. I go, you don't have to pay for your luggage because you are you get like three bags when you when you buy a first class ticket you get like. Three bags that you don't have to pay for. Theoretically, you're paying for them in the ticket. <laughs> you get to go to the lounge, you know, the airport lounge uh, on both ways without having to pay anything extra. You get to board early. You get all the food that you want. <laughs> they give you actual food in first class, like an actual meal. And then any other snacks or drinks and stuff, you could just keep asking for it. So it was funny the day she left. And, and, in addition to that, I said, rather than ta- you know try to figure out how to get to the airport, let's book a car to take you to the airport. So it picks you up, it takes you right where you need to go, it drops you off, and then you just go in and check your bag or whatever. So she was like, well, I don't know. I just, I don't know if I should be spending that money. And I said, well, it, it's $100 to book the car to take you to the airport and $100 for the car to pick you up and take you home. I know that sounds expensive, and it is, but you have the money. So spend yeah. it on yourself. Make your life easier. You know, because my brother is always suggesting, well, just take the flyway. I'm like, yeah, you're going to stick <laughs> 77-year-old woman on the flyway to try to get to the airport. We <laughs> bought sure- Apple stock when it was 25 bucks. That's not who's on the flyway. Right, exactly. Sorry, said, bro. So, so, she, um, so she's getting ready for her flight, and she goes to the airport, and, she, and I said, do, do me a favor when you – you know, text me when the guy picks you up and text me when you get to the airport, just so I know when you get to the lounge. And so she's sending me these texts like, you know, oh, you know, I got this, you know, this really nice car came to pick me up. And, you know, the guy's driving me to the airport right now. And I said, OK, great. Text me when you get to, you know, when you get through, you know, security, security and all that stuff and you get to the gate or whatever. And so she then texts me later and she's like, I'm in the lounge. There's a lot of people in here. <laughs> And I said, well, and she goes, I thought this was only for first class people. And I said, no, no, the lounge, you can pay, anybody can pay to go to the lounge before their flight for Alaska Air. 
You just or if pay, you got a frequent flyer, right? Yeah, if you're, or frequent flyer. You pay like if you if you don't have frequent flyer, you pay like forty bucks for yourself and you know whoever to to go in the lounge where they have some free food and free snacks and drinks and all that stuff. And so she's texting me. There's a lot of people in here with kids, and I'm like, well, this people can pay to get in there. How do all these people afford to pay? And I go. Okay, this is text conversations back and forth. I said a text when the car got you and when you got to the airport. (laughs) So then I said, okay, um, so then she's recounting the story to me later that she's sitting in the lounge and that she, you know, realizes that the flight is coming. And so she goes downstairs, you know, to the gate and she goes, and I'm, I'm sitting at the gate and I'm waiting for them to call the first class passengers to get on the plane. And I don't I don't hear anything. Now, I've told my mother she has to go get her hearing checked because she's missing stuff and she couldn't go before she left. But she goes, so all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I see people getting on the plane, you know, a couple people getting on the plane and I'm sitting there and all of a sudden they say, "Uh, Miss Roseanne Cube, will you please come up to the, you know, to the counter? And she's like, so why are they calling my name? So I go up to the counter and she, she says, the guy says, well, we were just wondering if you were here. And she goes, do they do that for everybody who doesn't show up on a flight? I go, no, I think they do it just for first class. But so anyway, they said you can board now because it's first class boarding. So I reminded her when you get on the plane, ask for something to drink right away. Or the girl will ask you if you want something to drink. And so the girl asks her for, you know, she gets on the plane and she says, you know, you know, welcome to the flight. Here's your seat. Um, would you like something to drink? And so my mom goes, oh, I'll just have some water. Oh, boy. And so I'm like, water. <laughs> oh, boy. I go, what? She goes, well, Rosie. I, she goes, I didn't think I could ask for anything because I thought it was going to be extra. And I go, you're in first class. You don't have to pay anything for anything. She goes, well, I didn't know that. I, and I go, well, I, would she I have had a mimosa anything? or a Bloody Mary? And yeah, she probably would have had one. Was this in the morning or something? She probably would. It was at night. Oh, okay. The first flight was at night. Um, and so, so then she, right before she, she leaves, before she has to turn off the phone, I'm getting this text where she's like, I don't understand what the big deal is about first class. I mean, it's just more leg room. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, here we go. Right. It's just, it's just more leg room. <laughs> so I was like, are you kidding me? Well, I feel like, yes, that is the, <laughs> that is the highest, com- that's like cigarettes in prison, right? Yes. That is the highest commodity on a plane. But also, it's not right. Like there's other amenities. There's that, lots of amenities. Yes, and I and I remember listing them for her, and I said, "Well, it's a night flight. You know, the biggest thing for you is going to be the fact that you could almost lay, lay your entire your, yes. chair down all the way, and you don't have to worry about the person next next to you if they have to get up and go to the bathroom because they don't have to bother you because they can they walk, walk right around, around you." Yeah. So she gets to New York, and and this whole time, you know, we get on the phone after she's like. I really don't understand the, you know, the the big deal about first class. I just don't get it. I go, well, first of all, you you picked a night flight, so there's not going to be real like a real full meal yeah, for you. Yeah, a meal. But and you got water. Was, I said, did she hand you a menu? And she goes, well, yeah, she handed me a menu, but I thought all that stuff was extra. I go, did you see prices on the menu? Well, no. I said, well, that's good. They don't give a menu to anybody else. <laughs> So you could have ordered anything you want. She's like, oh, I didn't know that. And I'm like, how did you not know that? This is a woman who, who did so well in the stock market that <laughs> she doesn't know this, right? Yeah. So I said to her, well, did you ask for anything else? She goes, well, well, no, I just I didn't want to bother the the uh, the flight attendant. I go, 
That one flight attendant in the front is whose only job is to serve the six or eight people that are in first class. That's yeah. all she has to do. And and so you, you can ask her for something. I said, so when you come back, make sure to take advantage of everything. So sure enough, on the way back, what she did was she asked for a glass of wine. She asked for, you know, a meal. And then she asked for some more, you know, food later, like an extra thing. And she goes, they made us a nice ice cream sundae. <laughs> Nobody else got an ice cream sundae. <laughs> So it was really funny to see this experience of her in person. But then, but then at the end of all of this, she says to me, I just don't know if it was worth the $800 each way. And I said, probably, it's probably overpriced. You know, I, you know, I said, yeah. but think of it this way. You would have spent $2,700 if you were flying on. She goes, I think business class would have been much better. And I go, they don't have a business class. It was either first class yeah, or, or coach. coach. That's it. I said, and you fly once a year, you might as well spend the money, right? right. So anyway, it was well. Just, here's until she flies coach, and she goes, "This is awful." Exactly. <laughs> Why That's do what people fly this way? Exactly. <laughs> so, so that was like her little first class experience, and you know. But then something happened while she was in New York. Oh, that turned the whole family upside down. Are you, are you going to cliffhanger this? No, okay, I'll, t- I'll tell oh, you the story. I was right really now. worried that you were going to Ryan Seacrest us. So in the middle of her trip, I start getting these text messages from my nieces and nephews and my sister. And the text messages consist of the question, what is mom's first name? And I'm like, well, her name is Roseanne, right? And so my sister texts me back and says, she says that that's not her real first name. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she goes, she says that that's not the name on her birth certificate. What? So apparently my mother has told my nieces and nephews that the name that her name, Roseanne, is not the name that's on her birth certificate. And that she that none of us, quote unquote, will ever know <laughs> what's on her birth certificate because she doesn't want anybody to know because she hates that first name so much. And so this led to an entire conversation between all of us thinking, because now now let me. Because you've spent thing. your entire life assuming her name was Roseanne. Roseanne. Rose Ann. R O S E capital A N N middle name Ann or no okay first name first and middle well I don't even I assumed Ann when I was a kid I assumed the Ann in my mother's name was the middle name because we all have Ann I'm Michelle Ann my sister's Lisa Ann my my other cousin is Deborah Ann I mean we all have Ann as the middle name so I assumed it was but it's not according to my mother It, it is not so I have to set this up a little bit because my sister was born Lisa Ann. Okay, so Lisa, and then her middle name is Anne. But at some point in her teenage years, my sister decided she did not want to be called Lisa. She didn't like the name, so she wanted to change it to Alyssa. And my mother threw a goddamn fit. <laughs> That's not your name. How dare you? This is you know how this is the name we gave you. That's so my funny. sister has been known as Alyssa for most of her life. I don't know if my sister ever changed it legally because. Um, Everything comes in, in Alyssa, like all of her mail and all that stuff comes in Alyssa. But I think her name on her birth certificate is still Lisa Ann. So I think I thought in legal documents that she still had to sign Lisa Ann. Now, my sister, according to her, said that the woman, when they when she 
asked about changing her name, her first name. The woman said, well, first names really are not that big of a deal as long as they're similar enough to what your real name is that you can be called by something else. But I, I'm like, I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so to set it up, the fact that my mother threw a goddamn fit over the fact that my sister wanted to change her first name. Now, all of a sudden, we're finding out Roseanne is yeah. not my mother's first name. What? So, <laughs> Right. So for about the last week of her trip, this is all going back and forth. Right. And so that I'm texting my sister back. We'll tell her we're going to find out what her name is. And we're, we're starting to speculate. What it is, because now my grandmother, my mother's mother, okay, her name was Josephine, but it wasn't really Josephine. What the hell is going on in your family? <laughs> in my On my grandmother's birth certificate, it's, it, her name is Columbia, because she was born on Columbus Day. <laughs> and And according to family lore, and I've seen the birth certificate, and it is Columbia on her birth certificate, but she was known as Josephine in the family, in, or Josie. That's what we, you know, the, everybody called her. But I have seen her birth certificate and does say Columbia. And according to her, she, when she was born on Columbus Day, all the babies in the hospital, all the female babies got named Columbia, and all the boys got were named Columbus because that's they were born at this Catholic, super Catholic hospital and in this Italian neighborhood and whatnot. I don't know how much of that is bullshit, but I do know on my grandmother's birth certificate it says wow. Columbia. So, and I also know that my grandmother's sister, who we who we knew as Aunt Lena, her name was not Lena. Her name was Pasqualina because she was named after her father. So, but, in, but we all just knew her as Lena. But on her birth certificate, it said Pasqualina. It was very Italian. They came over on the boat, all that stuff, right? So this is not unusual occurrence in my family, apparently, that you are that you have a different name than what's on your birth certificate. But now we all want to know what's on my mother's birth certificate. So we start speculating. Is it Rosalina? Is it uh, Rosemary? Is but it's it, not it. You can't even because none of them are even close. Right. And so I thought it's got to be I mean. it's got to be close enough to her actual name, you know, for, for her to use it. But it but it can't it can't be too different than what she has. So that's why I was thinking maybe it's. Rosalina. But how can you go from Columbia to Josephina? I that's I have. You know no what I mean? Idea. But so you, so did she at least hint that it's it's close to? No, she won't. She that's won't tell us what it is. And the the best part of this, and this is where my sometimes wussy brother comes in, is that my brother right now is the only one who knows the uh, the code to my mother's safe, which is in in her house. And so I said to him, go over to the house, go into the safe and find her birth certificate and tell us what her first name is. And he was like, well, maybe I'll go over and do that. I'm like, go do it. You're the only one who has the, you're the only one who knows how to get into the safe. So go do it. And, he, and I think he doesn't want to do it because he feels like my mother's going to be pissed at him. If she does, because she's just like, nobody's ever going to find out. And I'm like, well, I'm going to get a copy of your birth certificate. So now I'm I on a like, hunt. Is that birth, uh, public record a birth certificate? I have tried to find it, <clears throat> but I haven't been able to find it. Mm. I have tried searching for it. I have tried applying for it. And apparently you can't get somebody else's birth certificate unless you're their parents. Like you can get your son's yeah. birth certificate. So, And it's really not feasible to, for me to act like I'm my mother's mother and say I need a copy of a birth certificate. But I know she's got one. And I know she's got it probably in the house where she keeps her other important papers. And I know my brother has the key to the safe. 
and the combination to the safe to go and look at it, but he won't because he's afraid my mom's going to be pissed at him. Wow. But she is really adamant. She is like, that is not my that is so not is, my legal in your name. family just sort of for context is this like a playful fun thing or is this like no I need to know my mother's real name well I keep uh, I'm trying to my my nephew played it as my my mother's favorite nephew Matthew played it as I really want to know my accurate family history uh, and it's not fair if you say that yeah. that's not your name I need to know get that grandma she will not tell him and she will not tell any of us and she says we she will die before any of us know what her real name is so now we're on a quest to find out Rosie's actual legal name <laughs> but how like how does she have a not legal name on her driver's license well that's the thing that's what i was wondering. and that's why i think oh, it's got to be enough. it's got to be close enough to what it already is. I think you're is. right with the Rosalina. That's my guess. Yeah. Is there a pot for this? Can or we get we, in on yeah, a pool? Yeah, we can. Or Rosemarie or Rosemaria. But why would you Rosanna? change Rosemarie to Roseanne? Or it could be Rosanna. Or but why change Rosanna to Roseanne? I don't know. I don't And why know. Why have the, if the problem is with the first name, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you go by Rosie. Well, she, <laughs> she doesn't go by Rosie. Oh, my bad. Only my husband calls her Rosie. Oh, my bad. <laughs> She will. She will always say Roseanne. Roseanne. So it is Roseanne. Roseanne. So that's why I think it's got to be. Yeah, I think you're right. It's got to be Rosemary or Roseanne. Yeah, or Rosanna or yeah. Rose Rosanna Marie or something like that. Where or or some Italianized version of it, like heavily Italianized version of it. That I don't know. I I don't know what it is. But I but I was threatening her with the well. We just set up this trust under Roseanne. What if something happens to you and that's not your name? We're all going to be fucked. And she's like, "No, don't worry about it. You'll be fine." So I'm I don't know what I don't know what it is, but now it's driving me crazy. Good for her because I've gone my entire life thinking that her name is just Roseanne, and she's like, "No, that's not what it is." And none of you will know until I'm dead. (laughs) I'm like, such a weird statement. I go first of all. That's not true because we know you have the birth certificate somewhere and we'll find it. Yeah. And one day when you're at home and you're asleep, I'll go upstairs and figure out the combination of the safe and I'll go get it. Step one is get your brother drunk. That's step one. I feel like you get him hammered yes, enough. Yes, maybe. Unless he's a, is he, it, like he's got to be a, a funny drunk. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen your brother drunk. I have but. seen my brother really, really, really drunk exactly one time. And that was at my sister's wedding. Uh-huh. And it was hilarious to see. Because he's funny, like he gets, he's like, yeah, he's yeah. It's it's a funny drunk, but it's a not able to maneuver objects and things kind of drunk. He's Um, girls gone wild drunk. Yes, that's how he rolls. It's really funny. Yeah, you're gonna get that safe from him. You just got to get enough Irish whiskey in him. Yeah. So now I am on a quest to find out what my mom's actual name on her birth certificate is. Well, good luck. (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh my gosh, that is. That's not how I thought that was going to go. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, that was fun. Hey, uh, make sure you follow Michelle at PGKTheChi on Instagram, at ProbMichelle on Twitter. I'm at at iPodcastJustin on Twitter and at HomeWithJustin on the Instagram. Yep. Uh, Facebook.com slash Sideshow with just uh, Justin and Michelle. I got that right. That's right. And I think that's it. Hey, you guys enjoy your week. Uh, I got to figure it out. Somebody tweeted us. And said uh, that every time they listen to the show, it makes their day better. Aww. 
that's nice. And I wish I would have written down their name, but I'm really bad at this. But We're going to have to I was, start writing down their name. I was very touched, but that is the idea, that you just you come, you hang out, you have a little bit of fun. I hope Lisa's still naked drinking wine I in the bathtub. I think she still is. Oh, and yeah. And listen back to, we got like 45 episodes. That's so right. We got a lot to listen to. Enjoy, Lisa.